Hello world, this is the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. Thank you for taking this journey with us with real men, real problems, real solutions. Let's go. All right, we're back to the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. Um, I'm here with a good friend of mine um, by the name of Jabari. Uh, thank you for being on the show, Jabari. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, so um, I definitely we've been talking about this for almost what, a year now, and uh, we wanted to. I thought this is a good opportunity for you to kind of tell your story about where you've been, uh, how you got to where you are right now. But our topic today uh, will be geared around um, how to do a startup business. And so, if you want to yeah. just talk a little bit about, um, you know, what should some of the, you know, why you why you decided to do a business and a little bit about yourself to start us off with. Okay. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think, uh, one, thanks for having me, you know, on the podcast. I really love, uh, what you're doing and I'm a big fan of your message and, uh, just what you're trying to convey, uh, to the masses in particular in our community. Right. I think, um, man, as far as back as I can remember, um, and anybody who asks my mother, uh, she'll tell you the same thing. Uh, one of the main things that she always told me early on mm -hmm. was that, uh, one, I had a problem with authority okay. and two, that I should start my own <clears throat> business because that problem with authority would eventually, uh, you know, butt heads with people who were trying to, uh, dim my light or, or potentially intimidated. And this was, since I was 10 years old, maybe right. even earlier. Right. Um, the, for the thing with me is that uh, when you're a visionary and you can kind of, uh, you know, really see that at a, at a young age, you really want to be able to identify the things uh, that you're passionate in. Right. And, um, you know, my marketing and, and teacher uh, at school where I went to college uh, said, you know, you need to identify what your passions are and then learn how to monetize them. And so that's really important, especially as a startup and then growing your uh, business uh, into a uh, small business uh, because there are going to be days where you're just taking tremendous losses and ails um, and um, you will, you know, be tired from putting in the work, the 16 hour days, et cetera, uh, but you'll have to keep going. Um, you know, failure, I hate, the, you know, those people that tell you, um, you know, failure is not optional. No. Failure is a part of the win and a part of the, uh, the success. So, you know, those are the kind of the important things on what really got me to, uh, you know, start my business, uh, my businesses, and then, you know, really to kind of continue to push forward and then ultimately, um, leave uh, corporate America to do entrepreneurship uh, full time. Right. So if you were talking to a young person about starting, because you know, I work with young people and like they say that same thing all the time. What would be some things that you would all like automatically say to a young person, especially like high school age going into, do they, do they need to go to college? Like, is that a, a misconception? Do they need to be able to have that degree behind them? How does that business degree, um, has helped you? Do you feel like it's helped you? Or, you know, now nowadays they say kids don't have to go to college. But when we were growing up, you know, that was what the big push was. So can you talk a little bit about that? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, to answer your question, I think what matters most is the fact that uh, it's individual by individual. Uh, you know, when I went to college, I was a kid from Inglewood on the south side of Chicago. So I needed to be polished. I needed to be, um, you know, uh, refined in the way that I communicate, in the way that I network with individuals, even in the way that I dress and present myself. So college absolutely was uh, important for me. Uh, and then from a cultural and historical standpoint, uh, as it relates to like family and things of that nature, that was really important because uh, that was something that was instilled in me early on. Um, you know, however, you know, moving forward to individuals these days, um, it really is a, uh, you know, a self and individual um, decision. Um, but I feel like that everybody should at least attempt to go to school um, and, and see if that's something for them. But this generation is huge on entrepreneurship. Right. Uh, a lot of things that I learned that I apply uh, in my day to day with uh, my particular businesses, I did learn in school. Uh, but there are a lot of different courses and certifications that you can get um, now without going to college uh, that can prepare you. Uh, but nothing really beats experience. Um, and when I say experience, I'm talking on the job experience. So if you're a photographer, if you're a graphic designer, um, one of my nephew nephews is an engineer by trade. Uh, he's in the engineering program at, at uh, down south at FAMU. Uh, but he has honed his skill in photography as well as graphic design and is becoming uh uh, an individual that is to be reckoned with, especially uh, now that he's monetizing it. So there, there uh, it has to be individual uh, decision, but it also has to be um, a situation where that's backed up by um, a track record of being successful within the space that you're trying, or the vertical that you're trying to be in. So that would kind of be my two cents uh, on that matter. So why would somebody, why do you think it would be, uh, even for your in your experience, what made you say, I know you said from an early age, but I'm sure you've come in contact with other people who um, have gone down a path of working first. At what point do you say, yeah, this is it. I need to start my own business. Well, for me, um, I've worked for two of the top three global companies in the world, uh, 3M and Johnson & Johnson. Uh, but I think the difference differentiator was an organization that I was with uh, for over nine years. And I started to uh, really get the feeling that, uh, you know, I knew that I was smarter than these individuals that were above me uh, and they were making dumb decisions. So I took that calculation and said, hey, you know, I'm spending a lot of time uh, throughout the week helping someone else build their dream and build their company and I can I'm confident uh, in my abilities to uh, you know make a success out of my dreams and uh, my, my ideas um, and you know so you know I had already had uh, a couple things in play uh, and I just said you know forget it I'm going to uh, really go uh, go dive in head first mm -hmm. um, and, and really go after um, these business verticals that, uh, you know, that I had identified, whether it was in 
uh, entertainment and sports, real estate, uh, tech, um, cannabis, uh, you name it. Um, you know, I've had my hand and continue to have my hand on the pulse of what's next from a burgeoning uh, market perspective. So uh, I think that would probably be the best answer to your question. Now, give me some, I know we're talking about how do you do the startup, but what are some things that like we're going to talk about um, things you shouldn't do or maybe those things that you came in contact with while you were starting your business that you like you wish you would have known before this? Absolutely. So uh, I think the biggest thing that you shouldn't do, uh, I think integrity uh, and ethics is so important. Um, You know, I think. You know, that's something that kind of gets overlooked in today's society because a lot of people um, skip the stairs and take the elevator up and they miss those uh, experiences Mm -hmm. and lessons uh, and and the hard work that it comes from taking the stairs. Uh, You know, but there are situations, particularly in the uh, industries that I'm in, that, you know, sometimes, you know, you can be put in a situation where your ethics uh, will be challenged, but you have to be uh, keep your integrity. You have to keep a high moral character, uh, and you have to stay true to yourself. And uh, as the old adage goes, "All money ain't good money." Uh, so I think the lessons that I've walked away with, even to this far, do right by people. Um, keep your integrity above anything, even when there's a bag staring at you, um, and it's going to change your, your your situation in your life. Um, your, your integrity, your character is, is, is paramount above anything. And I think if you, uh, you know, approach every situation, every client, every business deal um, like that, uh, you'll be fine. And so uh, those are those are the, the don'ts. Uh, don't sacrifice your, your character and your integrity and your ethics for anyone and any amount of money. Hmm. OK, I wasn't expecting you to say that, but <clears throat> I think those are things like you said things that people don't really think about uh, that probably came your way that you were able any examples that you can give around that or a situation that you you're willing to share? Sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, uh, work with, uh, within a lot of entertainment space and, uh, and, you know, with, uh, athletes and, um, you know, these guys have mass amounts of money. I work with, uh, some individuals that make, you know, three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars every two weeks, and you know, I can recall one of my clients uh, sending me a double payment. Um, you know, <laughs> and it was for about ten thousand dollars for that particular month. Right. And he didn't notice it was gone because he's making four or five hundred thousand dollars a month, so ten thousand missing is not really a big thing to him. Right. And so, you know, but to us, he would. You're like, wait, wait, wait. I need, I need to know this. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, wait, he wasn't supposed to send me that. And um, and then I sent it back, uh, but he never responded. So I guess he never even saw the uh, sale payment to go back. And so it was just sitting in the account. So when I checked it again, like a week and a half later, it was still in my account. So um, I was like, I guess he's not missing this. But I had to call him and be like, hey, man. Um, you sent me a double payment and I sent it back to you. So I need you to accept that. Yes. Uh, that payment. Right. And so, you know, when you're dealing with athletes and entertainers and things like that, 
there's a lot of money being transferred, especially digitally. And so, you know, in that situation, I know some people who would have, uh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just kept the money because they ain't not going to miss it uh, in their opinion. But you got to be, you know, you got to, again, keep that, that those ethics and that integrity that you bring to every situation. And I think, you know, that's something that separates me from everybody else uh, in the in this industry, uh, whether it's sports, uh, whether it's real estate or even entertainment, is that you just got to continue always uh, to uh, maintain your integrity. OK, how did that how did that turn out for you, though? Was he very appreciative of it or just for our listeners? Yeah, he, he absolutely was. He actually gave me uh, a, a bonus. Uh, because of that, uh, at the end of the year, that I wasn't expecting um, for uh, half of that to be uh, in a, in the bonus that he uh, gave me at the end of the year. So, and he really recognized that. But I think a lot of my clients and even the people that I uh, that I work with on a regular basis, um, they recognize that you know because there are all, a lot of situations that you're put in that you can either turn your back on people or backstab people or go to the news with personal information about folks that you don't even like. Uh, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's really about, like I said, I'm going to keep reinforcing that about your character and your integrity. So, um, that's, he was very appreciative, uh, for my honesty on that one and it paid off. And sometimes it doesn't pay off. Right. Sometimes you get burned for it, but you have to, again, be committed, uh, to that integrity. Okay. Now, what are some big things that you felt like uh, helped you? You know, we talked about don'ts, but things that you should do um, during that time, like that you were, you know, you just started, but you felt like these these two or three things really helped me during these times that maybe you have gotten from a university that you went to, or you got from your, your yeah. master's program that you felt like, or you may have heard from somebody that you... Uh, you know, that was in the, the same line of business. What were some of those things yeah. that you feel like really stood out to you that you're glad you had when you were, you know, starting up this business? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I think uh, one of the most important lessons that I've learned from uh, Calvin Andrews, who's like a super agent and a legend uh, in the basketball uh, uh, arena is, um, you know, to really understand how um, your your uh, appearance and your reputation uh, supersedes you uh, in, in all facets of the business and what you do. Um, and, you know, that's something that I, I take to heart on a regular basis, something that I give thought to uh, whenever I'm working with someone new. Mm-hmm. Or whenever I identify an individual that you know I want to network with, but they may have a questionable character or a a past, I always try to figure out you know what are those uh, what are what's the fallout with me potentially working with uh, this individual you know and I um, another situation that I can sit, shed some light on is an, uh, a player that I had an opportunity to work with, but him and a guy who I, um, you know, really look at as a brother, uh, were no longer business partners. So, um, you know, my, my loyalty and integrity, uh, as it relates to, uh, that particular brother, um, kept me from working with that, 
that that uh, that client. So mm-hmm. um, that's an, a good example to me um, on uh, understanding that your reputation precedes you, uh, understanding um, that uh, you know you have to build up the credibility mm-hmm. um, to to really go into these meetings and ask for what you're worth. And then making sure that uh, your business practices, whether it's your contract or delivering on the things that you said that you can do, uh, that you execute those very well. Can you talk a little bit about the you talk about uh, credibility? How does one go about gaining that? Or do you feel like you did to do that? Yeah. um, You know, so a euphemism that I uh, go by. on a regular basis, and I tell it to any young person uh, that I uh, interact with, is um, under-promise and over-deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not an individual that's going to go into these meetings uh, with these uh, these athletes or these entertainers or anybody and say, oh, I can do this and I can do that and not deliver on it. So I like to tell them, man, I'll try to work on that and I'll see what I can do with having a high degree of confidence that I can execute that for them. Mm-hmm. But I always make sure that I under promise and I over deliver. And that's how I feel like you build credibility uh, with an individual. And that's really important because if you're, um, if you, you know, crash your, your credibility early on, then it's going to be a long uphill battle uh, for you as a business person, and as a young entrepreneur. Awesome. Awesome. Um, so you've kind of touched on a little bit, but, um, was there ever a time and you can just, uh, think about our, our, our listeners who are really trying to do entrepreneurship or want to work on it you know, yeah. themselves? What are some things or that thing that you felt like, yeah, this is it. I can't do this anymore. You know, like, have you ever had those, those times and what would be some, some examples and things that help you get through them? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I can think of a uh, a wide receiver, pretty high profile wide receiver, some years ago that I was working with behind the scenes, and um, he was consistently not listening and delivering on the things that that we uh, had identified uh, in the strategy for him to work on, and you know he was constantly in the news. Uh, for, uh, you know, bumping his head, I'll say, um, and things of that nature. And so I just kind of had to do a calculation where I was like, man, you know, this is not worth the damage to my reputation, especially if the brother is not going to listen, which is his prerogative. I tell anybody, whether they're a client or mentee or friend, like you have the, uh, you know, the ability not to listen to my advice. That is your decision. Uh, but I also reserve the right to disengage um, as a friend, as a uh, consultant, or as a, as a mentor. So uh, I think that would probably be a, um, a good situation to kind of identify and say, oh, I had to walk away and, you know, it just wasn't worth it to me. Right. So build on that, too. But what about a personal, even in your business? Was there ever a time for in your business that you wanted to just say you quit? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um I'd say I probably have, if anybody tells you that, uh, you know, that any entrepreneur tells you that they have not thought about, you know, quitting or just closing up uh, the, the, the business, 
at least once or twice a month, then they're probably not being truthful with you. And so, you know, self-doubt is a part of the process. And those who overcome that self-doubt and continue to march forward are, one, are the ones that are usually uh, the most successful in entrepreneurship and even in life. Mm. And so, you know, absolutely, uh, you know, I've uh, dealt with, um, you know, doubting my progression, my abilities to, uh, you know, elevate and, and, and act, amplify um, in the particular verticals that I'm working in. So, yeah, man, that, that's that's a part of it. Okay. Um, I'm writing something down uh, that I want to kind of mention. So, <clears throat> last last point that I wanted to talk about. We're in a time where uh, people are working from home. People are not as engaged as you know uh, physically with with one another. But what would you say during those hard times that you kind of like got piggyback on on what you just mentioned? about the self-doubt, doubting yourself, what helped you get through that? And during this, during rough times like right now and during that time when you felt like, uh, how, do, how do I get past this period? Like, what, what did you do for yourself or other people that you've talked to? Well, I think uh, each individual is different. Uh, one of the things that I do uh, is, especially at the uh, end of the year to prepare for the next year, is write my different goals down. And I think that's important. And I think speaking things into existence is a real thing. Right. And so, um, you know, I'm a highly confident individual. Uh, but I think that anybody's confidence can be shaken when you're um, becoming an entrepreneur. It's totally foreign to what you're used to, especially if you're a, uh, you know, mid six figure type of individual. And so, you know, I think those those are some things that are really important to remain confident, um, you know, meditate. Uh, that's something that's gotten me through a lot of uh, hard personal and uh, entrepreneurial situations is meditating, uh, focus, setting an intent for what I was going to what I'm going to do that day. And then really pushing forward with um, my, my goals. Uh, that's something that's really important, but just really understanding um, that mental health, especially in these times that we're going in right now, we're in the uh, midst of this uh, this pandemic, uh, and there are a lot of people who are going through a lot of different mental issues. So I think recognizing that and then understanding how to balance uh, that mental, uh, uh, you know, uh, destabilization is, is really important. And then picking up whether it's prayer, whether it's... Um, you know, meditation, whether it's yoga um, or what have you, uh, just really understanding ways about yourself that can get you out of that rut. And then once you're out of that rut, you got to get back to it, get back to uh, going after the bag. Yeah. Thank you for sharing with that. Um, I have one. So I've, as you've been speaking and shedding a light on um, how to start up a business and talking from your personal experience and in life with your uh, uh, business, I've, I've jotted some things down and I just wanted our listeners <clears throat> to kind of really jot things down themselves because uh, I really think it's yeah. very important. I kind of tried to dissect what you said and write down the six things that you need to have to be to have a successful business. So the first thing um, I heard you say, and I kind of put them in chronological, I put them in order based off of uh, what I thought were 
the uh, priority. Uh, it may be different for different folks, but I'm gonna speak. I'm gonna speak to it. So the first thing that I have on my list is is to believe in yourself, right? To be, to believe in yourself and be positive. And to only the only way you can do that also is have people, good people around you, positive people around you, good energy, things of that nature to make sure uh, you know your business is successful. The second thing I heard you say was. Um, again, it's not, you, you've mentioned a lot of different things, but this is just in my list is the drive. Yeah. You have to have the drive. You have to have the yes. push. Uh, you have to have the passion for whatever it is you want to have your, your business on and to stand on. Right. Um, yep. the third thing I have is, uh, making sure that you have an internship or you have some type of work-based experience within yep. the field in which you're going into to speak mm-hmm. about it. Right. So having um, work, you know, that's very, very important when you're talking about doing the business that you want to do is to have some type of experience with that, to speak to other folks about your business. Um, The fourth thing I have is um, your brand and your look, right? And appearance. So your brand is your look. However you look when when you step outside every day, that's your brand. You know, you are if you are an entrepreneur, you are the brand. So you have to make sure that perception is reality. Absolutely. There you go. Um, number five, I have networking slash credentials slash um, mentorship. So making sure that you have the credentials to uh, to speak on it, to make sure that you have the networking around you so people can talk good about you, as well as the um, mentors around you too to support you doing that during that time so that's it might be a board for you for some companies um but you know having that those strong people around you again that goes back to kind of number one to have a positive people but more so in a professional light of which your business stands on and then um the last thing is to make sure that you have the uh the mental health um yeah those are things those are all the things that we just talked about and I kind of jotted those things down as you were speaking. And I hope our listeners really got that um, because I really think it's important for folks as you know, young people or people who are just starting a business to understand like these six things that uh, Jabari has kind of mentioned during our conversation are uh, all all fast. Every every business has to follow those things as well as um, if you want to put them in your list in your in your priority list. But I also feel like uh, these are good things to kind of start off with. And also for the longevity of your business. Um, so, absolutely. With that said, brother, um, you know, thank you again for uh, for agreeing to be on the, the brother to brother show, uh, where we do a lot of talks uh, with young young men of color and women, and and talk a- around um, this thing called life. And um, yep. you can follow us also on tomorrowsmen.com as well as. Um, making sure that you uh you follow us uh, on instagram so again thanks again uh, jabari uh we want we want you on again and we appreciate you thanks for having me all right please know we love you work with us be with us and know we're coming from the heart this is the brother brother show